Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Of course I do. Here, give me a kiss. Now wipe off that lipstick. Are you going to take me out to the camp? I'm just dying to see it. Well, I thought maybe we'd stay in town. Now, Lindsay, I'm not going to sit around in this dismal town all day and all night when there's all sorts of interesting things going on out where you're camping. I came down here to enjoy myself, and that's what we're going to do no matter what you So think. that's the way it was, yakety-yakety all the time, and I got awful tired of it all of a sudden. You know, used to be I could kind of shut my ears to the yakety-yakety, but I seemed to have lost the trick somehow, and so then I thought, oh, gosh, I'm going to see how long this is going to go on. So I turned my back, and... I moved the hands of my watch ahead, and I, I got it ten hours ahead, and I, I heard a kind of sigh or something, and I turned around, and you know what? There was this sergeant kissing my wife just as big as you please. Well, I, I grabbed his arm, and I tried to yank him away, but it was just like I wasn't there. And Verna spoke to him, and... It didn't sound like the yakety-yakety she used on me. Oh, Sergeant Kilroy, you're so impulsive. And then I remembered that what I was seeing was ten hours away, and I, I quick spun the hands of my watch back again, and well, doggone it, I went too far back. Lindsay, and... you're so thin. And that was where I came in, and I had to go through all of it again. But doing the repeat on the kisses wasn't so bad. Till I remembered the way she was going to talk to Sergeant Kilroy about... Ten hours from now. Well, sir, about five o'clock he showed up and he told me I had to go back to camp. How do you like that? He could stay in town, he said, and he'd be glad to show my wife around and keep her entertained whilst I was away, my pal. I crossed him up all right. I waited a couple hours after I got back to camp and... Then I just set the watch ahead, and it's morning, and the whole company, including Sergeant Kilroy, is turning out for reveling. Well, she stayed there. She got an apartment such as it was. I got a lot of passes. I took the sergeant in with me every once in a while, and everything was as nice as pie. I didn't do much for the watch because I was scared of it. I took awful good care it was wound all the time. I tried once to see if I could turn it ahead farther than 12 hours, but I couldn't. When the hands got the 12 hours ahead, everything just clicked right back. Well, you see, 12 hours, the hands just come right back to where they were when you started. Well, anyway, uh, half a day's enough for me. Heck, it's too much. Think it ain't? Yeah, there come a day. There always comes a day. A big bunch of us got pulled out early in the morning with our A&B bags and everything out of the kitchen stove hung onto us. We're off to the races. Only Sergeant Kilroy, he's permanent detail. He stays in camp. Great deal. Well, I'm smart. I get myself lost in the dark. And I beat it for a taxi. And I haul down to town our apartment. No, Verna doesn't know I'm leaving. I, I don't know where I'm going. And 
No, I'm not trying to desert. I want to find out something. I get in the apartment, and Verna doesn't wake up. And she looks awful cute asleep. But I turn the hands on my watch ahead three hours. Nothing happened. Except the bed was all of a sudden empty, and I could hear Verna out in the other room, and of course it was full daylight now. So I heave a big sigh of relief. <laughs> Everything's all right. And then... What to do, and then, just as Vern unlocked the door, I got it. I set my watch back where it belonged, and it was early dark morning again, and she was asleep there in the bed, smiling, and I got out of the apartment. I'll fix that, I said to myself. I'll beat it back to camp, and I'll knock that Kilroy's head off, and a big MP stepped up in front of me. Hey, take it easy, Mac. Where you going with that equipment? Huh? Uh, why, I, uh, I mean, uh... I, I missed the train, huh? <laughs> oh, you missed the train, huh? Yeah, I... That's fine, Mac. Listen, the train ain't left yet, Mac. Oh? It ain't due to leave for 20 minutes yet, Mac. So I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. Just get in the Jeep here with me, Mac. I'll deliver you special. Right to the steps of the car. Okay, Mac? <laughs> So I started my trip overseas handcuffed to an empty. And there wasn't any kidding about it. I was on that train, but good. And all the jumping up and down in the world wasn't going to do me any good. Because in an hour and a half, I was sitting on a bunk about a foot above sea level in the hold of a great big transport, and the ship was aiming for Africa as fast as they could turn over the propeller. Me and my fancy watch, I wish I'd never seen it. But what can a guy do? I, I throw it away, what'll happen? stop him. Well, all right, maybe time won't stop it. You see what's happened before. I, I won't take chances. So, well, it turned out it was a good thing I hung on to it. Because I'm in a hole a few weeks later with another guy in the bazooka, and Mr. Ramos' tanks are doing all right, and I'm scared. This fella, Red Felbinger, his name was, uh, he's my loader, and we're popping away at Krauts whenever we can get a beat on one, and then there's a kind of lull, and we don't see anybody, so we light up a smoke. Red leans his arms up on the edge of the hole and looks out. Uh, looks like they blowed the whistle, Lindsay. Huh? What you mean? I, I don't see anybody anyplace. Let me see. And that was the end of Red Felbinger. And it was pretty near the end of me, except for the watch. All the German tanks in the world were heading right straight for me and blazing away like the 4th of July. Only it wasn't no celebration. The air was thick with hunks of iron, and I leaned down to pick up my bazooka, and then the thought came to me. I, I reached for my watch. Two hours I'll set it back, I thought. And I did, and all the tanks and everything disappeared. So I climbed out of the hole and started away from there. And all I remember was... <coughs> And everything went black and red and green and then dead. 
No, uh, not dead. But I got it right through my neck, and they told me in the hospital that the bullet traveled on down my arm and came out right alongside my watch. I was pretty scared about the watch, but the nurse is a nice girl. She laughed, showed me how she'd put it on my other arm. Wound it, too, she said. I felt better. Then I remembered I'd never set it ahead again to where it belonged, and I asked her to set it, and she, she tried. She couldn't. Something had happened to it. Well, look, I won't try to tell you about all the trouble I had with my arm, how I got sent back to the States, spent the next four years in the hospital. Verna? Sure, I saw Verna. I saw her a lot. She used to come and see me all the time. She was different. It seemed like all I'd been through kind of changed her. She, she felt so sorry for me. Gosh, I got to feeling sorry for myself. You know how it is? It was a long time, those years, with all I had to do to my neck and my arm. Once in a while, I'd think about Sergeant Kilroy. But, gosh, Verna was so different now. I, was, I knew everything was okay, so I forgot it. Funny thing was, though, I couldn't turn the watch up to where it belonged all that time. I, I tried. The nurses tried. The doctors, I couldn't do it. There's no soap. And all this time, I got nervous and irritable. I, I used to have the... You know, delusions. Uh, one day last month, it was the first day I had my artificial arm. I woke up kind of dopey. I, I thought I'd seen somebody leaving my room at Walter Reed. I, I sort of heard the nurse talking to a guy in civilian clothes that looked kind of familiar, and I thought I heard him answer. Oh, no. Just tell him, Gilroy, we're here. Well, I was going to tell Verna, but the new arm and everything, I forgot. So I got out last week. It was kind of fun. I went back to Highbridge. Bernard fixed up her old place swell. And yeah, she was special, nice to me. I pretty near felt I could afford to lose that arm to make that difference in Verna. She was all right. Only she kept kidding me about the way I fiddled with my watch. I, I couldn't tell her I was trying to get it set back to where it belonged. There was two hours worth of difference in that watch. I guess I got into the habit when I felt so lousy, always twiddling at it, you know, that... Somebody at the door. Verna's downtown getting her hair fixed. I wonder who it is. Hey, Lindsay. Kilroy. Mind if I come in a minute, kid? Why, sure. Sure, Kilroy. Thank you. Uh, glad to see you. <laughs> uh, gee, Fern, be glad to see you, too. <laughs> Sit down. Watch it flies. Well, I see you still got the trick watch. Uh, yeah, still got it. Uh, how, how you been? What are you fiddling with the watch for, Lindsay? It got stuck. Stuck? Uh, yeah, I keep fooling with it. Well, well uh, tell me where you've been since you got out. I wish you'd stop fooling with that watch. No, I'm sorry. Hey. By golly, I got it. I got it. I'll just set it ahead two hours to make... Yeah. Verna. It's about time. Where you been? All right, I'll meet you then. What? Good Lord, yes. Certainly I did. What? Well, how would you like to sit around in a room for two hours with a guy you just shot?
Five Please for tonight was called It Is Later Than You Think. It was written and directed by Willis Cooper, and the man who spoke to you was Ernest Chappell. And Abby Lewis played Bernard. Don Briggs was the sergeant. Miscellaneous voices and colorful characterizations with the creations of one Ed Latimer. Music for Quiet Please is played by Albert Berman. Now, a word from Willis Cooper. The characters for tonight's stories were all fictional, of course. For next week, next week, I have a story for you called The Thing on the Portal Board. And so until next week at the same time, I am quietly yours, Ernest Chappell. This program was heard in Canada through the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.